What's going on, YouTube and I? Welcome, Lords of Longbox presents the Cup Rice Top Ten. Why are you guys congregating? Let's get some music because we're running late. So uh, say the word. Bryce, top down for the week ending two nineteen. I'm gonna try to talk slower tonight because <laughs> um, I took Nyquil and it knocked me on my ass. Yeah, so, Nyquil, uh, serious yeah. stuff. That that'll do it. All right, all right. All well, we got right, a good one. I'll tell you what, everybody. Right, all right, all right. Chat. Laura, so was good to people. Mm. Hi guys. Yeah, I'm excited. This will be a nice, quick, fun show, and there's a lot of good books. So let's get ready. JB said what's good. How you doing, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Top 10. I know we missed last Thursday, which means we owe you guys a giveaway. I'm going to drop the link in the chat. Uh, it's to the chat. last week's Top 10. Drop a comment on what your favorite cover was in last week's show. In those comments, we're going to run that little random comment picker here at the end of this show to pick a winner. And then we're going to do it again next uh, this Thursday. We're going to back to back it. So there'll be something going down this Thursday, too. So we're going to do the same thing. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you give a thumbs up. You're subscribed to the channel. 
and you drop a comment of what your favorite cover was in the comments below to be in this Thursday's giveaway. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Let's get to it, TiVo. What are we starting with? Well, let's uh, uh, hear from our sponsors. This oh, is yeah. uh, sponsored by our friends at CoverPrice.com, the price guides, collections, and trends. Head over to CoverPrice.com. And also our proud sponsor, Bird City Comics. Use discount thank code you, of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. Yeah, is everything uh, dropping Friday? We do. Uh, it's a Venom number one by Del Otto. We haven't shown mm. the cover yet, but it is. So you have to tune in on Thursday then. Uh, all right, all right. I do believe that's what they call a tease in the industry. But anyway, <laughs> definitely. Let's go right to it, boys and girls. This is the uh, top 10 selling books um, for the week ending, you know, whatever, 219, 221. It's, yeah, whatever it is. Somewhere in there, in, the, in that area, general area. All right, let's get right to it. What do we have for running out? All right, number 11. So this one didn't quite make the list, but it's close. Hellboy, the Crooked Man, number one from Dark Horse. This came out in 2008. A new Hellboy film is reportedly in the works, per discussing films. The film has reportedly tapped Crank and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance co-director Brian Taylor to helm the movie. The article notes that it will be based on Hellboy, the Crooked Man, a 2011 three-issue miniseries. Lucky for us fans, this franchise refuses to die. We tracked 10 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 209% with a high sale of $35 for a raw copy. I actually own this one. If you guys have not read it, it's a fantastic team-up between Mike and Richard. His art is incredible, and it's a perfect blend for horror fans. Have yeah. you always been a Hellboy fan, or is this? did you jump in on this on this run? Oh, no. Anthony and I, Hellboy, it's always been a thing. It's a staple here, so okay, I'm in. <laughs> All right. Recommended reading, everybody. Hold on a second. Yeah, the, the art's really oh, good. You know what? Before we actually get to the top 10, it is very important that we mention the big bad warning. That's right. We are going to have some Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania spoilers as that is absolutely going to be affecting the list. So we want to give you a little heads oh, up now true. before we start the list. We're going to give you a heads up before we read each one as to why. But if you don't want to be spoiled... You want to mute. You want to just kind of mute it. You might be able to figure it out from the cover, but uh, you just want to mute it <laughs> until we get to the next number. <laughs> All right. You know, I I love the um, the Hellboy movies done yeah, by uh, Del Toro. Those were fantastic. I mean, it was just awesome. I, you know, I, I want them to go back to that. I think those were the best. Uh, right up there, the the second one was was the best. Um, what was it called? The gold, uh, Hellboy and the Golden Army, or something like that. It is. It is truly a really good movie. All right, Hellboy, Crooked Man, number one, coming in at runner up. What do we have for number ten? All right, here we go, folks. Number oh, ten on the list. Damn. We've got the Amazing Spider-Man issue number nineteen. I'm gonna try my best at this one. You guys ready? The Giada Perisonotto. Disney mm, 100, good. Good. one of 100, Fantastic Four, black and white variant. Now, this marks 100 years since the inception of the life brand behemoth that is Disney. 
To mark the occasion, Disney is reminding everyone of this anniversary with a website, commercials, man, even comic variant covers. Oddly enough, a Spider-Man book received a Fantastic Four homage cover with Minnie, Mickey, Donald Duck, and Goofy in the roles of the first family. But the fandom has preferred this hard-to-find black-and-white variant, evoking the love for the original black-and-white Disney media. We tracked 15 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 137% with a high sale of $160 for a raw dog copy and a new near-mint fair market value of 133 bucks. This is wild. I, I've I like never it. seen this. I've never seen this on Instagram or anywhere. And uh, there's black and white versions of them. Yeah, man, Disney. Disney's yeah. a monster. Yeah, any, anytime. Yeah, I, I've noticed recently in the last maybe couple of years that when they um, Disney does like crossovers with marvel stuff and their um you know their disney stuff like remember the uh d23 or no no uh WonderCon or whatever um they had that uh that uh variant that had mickey mouse on it with the with the other marvel char characters yes i remember that one as a matter of fact i had a copy of that in a nine nine i finally got rid of that thing yeah damn <laughs> flex flex all right <laughs> asm 19 the uh say it again the giada Parisinotto. ah ciabello ciabello all right what do we got for number nine <laughs> All right, again, here's the spoiler one. So if you guys don't want spoilers from Ant-Man and the Wasp, go ahead and mute. The Avengers 269 from 1986. The end credit scene for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania revealed several King variants, including one of his most famous in Ramatet. He was one of several notable variants to appear, and this book reveals his origin. It's a fascinating and convoluted tale, but also fun. It's also incredibly cheap, even after it received new and unprecedented attention. We tracked 21 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 101% with a high sale of $132 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw, fine fair market value of $6. So what you guys think in the movie? I'm spoiling it for myself. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, this is spoiling it for me. But you know what? I don't think I'm actually going to go. Because I'm just gonna wait for this thing to come out on the you know on the overpriced Disney Plus that I'm paying for, and it, I, I feel like if I don't get a big blockbuster movie out of it, then I'm wasting my money. So yeah, I'm just gonna kind of wait for it to to the. I saw it twice. Screen. I saw I saw it once in Dolby really? and okay. once in 3D, and the 3D is awesome. Um, um, you know, I, you know, I, I don't understand the hate for it. I mean, it's not the greatest film is and it's not the worst film it's right there right in the mid, yeah, mid tier you know what i'm saying uh i know and, but the girls didn't want to go and they're the driving factor if the girls want to go yeah. we go but when they didn't yeah. want to go they're like man yeah dad that's all right i'd rather play yeah. robux than but no. cassie's in it you can tell them that be like cassie lang's in this and i think i think she's the stinger but again i haven't seen it yet so i don't know well you want to stick around <laughs> oh <laughs> Yeah, so it's doing pretty good right at the box office too. So you know, critics be damned. You know, you know, viewers. You know, all my theaters were packed. So you know, it, you know, it's even bad Marvel films are still better than you know whatever other else is out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Magic Mike, the whatever fucking movie that came out. Um, I didn't see it. Uh, my girlfriend saw it and she goes, oh my God, it was awful. <laughs> like, what did you think? Chanums, Tanums. All right, number nine on the list of Avengers is number 269 from 1986. So 9.8 for $132. All right, what do we have for number eight? All right, here it is. At number eight, we've got Flashpoint, issue number one, originally published in 2011. Now, Flashpoint is one of the most iconic storylines of all time. Obviously, the new Flash film is heavily inspired by it, but fans noticed from the recent trailer that Michael Keaton appears to be filling in for the comic book role of Thomas Wayne, who first appeared in this book. However, rumors persist of a third Batman variant appearing, played by an undetermined former Batman actor. Could that actor be playing the version of Thomas Wayne? Who knows? But the added intrigue and epic storyline make this book hard to resist. We tracked 20 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 109% with a high sale of $90 for a raw copy and a near mint fair market value of 62 bucks. Yeah, that trailer was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care awesome. what people say. It was awesome. When, when Keaton says, yeah, I'm Batman, I was like, what the hell? And, you know, and, you know, and, you know, to all the internet whatever people who are like cancel WMD cancel Warner brothers cancel James Gunn. It's like, come on, you know, give us a break. Come on. You know, let him do his thing, man. But, uh, it looks pretty dope. I mean, you know, we're, you know, you know, they're I'm now excited they're... for it. And I haven't been excited for a DC property in a long time. Yeah. It, it's, we, it's good to have both companies have good films. They don't, you know, have to be, you know, Oscar worthy. They don't have to be trashed, but just give us something, you know, I mean, a, a comic book film is better than, you know, anything else you want to watch. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, that's, you know, you know, that's what we're here for, you know? So uh, go out and see it, man. This that is, and Ant-Man, by the way. <laughs> so number eight on the list, flashpoint number one from 2011. We're up for number seven. We have Hulk number one from 2008. Red Hulk is back on our list. Previously, this book spiked in value when Harrison Ford was announced as Thaddeus Ross. Then rumors of plot leaks spread on Reddit. Recently, Kevin Feige touched on the production of the upcoming Captain America. What? Feige? Oh, sorry. Feige. (laughs) On the upcoming (laughs) Captain America film and confirmed Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross would take on the role of President of the United States. Also, in recent interviews, Ford has been asked if he's been in a mocap suit, to which he smiles and adds no comment. Q fans, once again, jumping right into speculation of Red Hulk appearing in the MCU. It would be a dream come true for many fans as they picked up a few more copies on the aftermarket. We tracked 20 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 108%, with a high sale of $325 for a CGC 9.8, and a raw near mint fair market value of $71. This has been spec'd on for, I don't know oh. how long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For how long? Um, uh, it was interesting. Also an article, Kevin Fiji um, said um, that. Page. Um, Page. <laughs> Page. I don't know. Kevin Feige, he said that, you know, he, he evokes um, um, 
Jack Ryan from like Clearing Present Danger, things like that. And those are, you know, one of my favorite films is is uh, him playing Jack Ryan in those films, Clearing Present Danger and um, the other ones. Uh, you know what they are. All right, so number seven on the list is Hulk number one. There's a Michael Turner variant for this too, which is absolutely dope. It is super dope. Everything that's Turner is dope. Like name one that isn't. They're all good. They are good. Trust me, yeah. All right, number seven on the list, Hulk number one. What do we got up next? All right, here we go. Oh, I remember this. Number six on the list, we've got Batman, the movie adaptation, issue number one from 1989, and I'm Batman. It took two words to make Michael Keaton's Batman a cult icon. When he uttered those oh, that oh-so-famous line in the recent trailer for The Flash, goosebumps arose. This led collectors to visit the aftermarket to acquire the first appearance of this iconic 1989 Batman in comics via this famous film adaptation. We tracked 22 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 97% with a high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw, very fine fair market value of 16 bucks. JB, I have this uh, one. And by me, I mean Anthony, but I have it. Nice. I think I have it too. Yes. Yeah, and I think it's a deluxe edition, right? It's so, you know, it's a, it's either 9-8 or it, it isn't. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember the, the hype for this when it came out. <clears throat> was I was I living in Hollywood at that time? But yeah, I remember billboards everywhere. I mean, this was like huge, you know. I mean, it was like, you know. It was it was the Batman, you know. I mean, you know, um, you know what was cool about the trailer too uh, on the Flash is when you know um, he flies down and he has his cape from the original movie that he did, <clears throat> and also they played some of the uh, I think it was the the the, the Elfman uh, music uh, for it. So uh, I am stoked. But uh, could there be three Batmans? Batman? What? I don't know. Yeah, well, we saw Ben yeah, Affleck in it. Ben Affleck. We're gonna see uh, Keaton. Um, I don't know who else. Do we want to see Clooney? Mm, I could go with that. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Do every single one of them that's still alive that could put the suit on for the movie. Val Kilmer. Just Val Kilmer. Give us very, the fan very... service we all deserve. Come on. Val, Val Kilmer, very underrated Batman. I'm telling you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Just, just no bat nips. That's all I'm saying. You know, no, no, no bat nips. All right. Number six on the list: Batman the movie adapted, adaptation number one. God damn, list Nyquil, whatever, man. All right. What do we have for number five? All right, number five, we have Batman number 656 from 2006. Well, it appears the fandom has spoken for the past few weeks since Gunn announced his intention to adapt the Brave and the Bold. <laughs> The first appearance, number 656, and first cameo, 655, of Damian Wayne have been neck and neck. This is no longer the case, as Damian Wayne's first full appearance remains his only key on this week's top 10. The market moves fast, but excitement is still palpable for the arrival of everyone's favorite hot-tempered Robin. We tracked 25 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 113%. With a high sale of $375 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw, near mint, very 
wait, fair market value <laughs> of $67. And yes, I saw this debate all over social media. People were like arguing back and forth, but there you go. I agree with whatever the market says. Yeah, whatever the market dictates, right? Uh, yeah. I'd be curious to see who they cast as um, Damien. You know what I mean? Was there somebody in the works for that? Uh, well, they said that, um, I can't even remember what the kid's name is now. The kid that's, uh, the, the kid is actually an adult, but he's a kid playing an adult in the, um, I don't, don't stop on me and keep going. I will not get it. There is speculation. That was terrible clues. That was, a, that was a wee I'm bit vague, but horrible yeah. at this game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that one dude that was in that movie yeah, that played yeah. that, yeah, that, that dude, one time. You know, yeah. Over there that was a little guy that played. Yeah, there it is. Umbrella Academy kid. That's the person. Where's Joxy? You and I are on on the same wow. wavelength right now. Talks. You guys should play Pictionary oh, together. We need to get in the room to play charades, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to Jacques. So yeah, uh, the the main guy that's uh, the 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 main kid, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the only kid, but he's he's not really a kid. He's stuck in a kid's body. But yeah. <laughs> Oh man. All right. Number five on the list, Batman 656. Let's get on to number four. Oh man. All right, everybody. Here we go. One more time. We've got spoilers. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning, everybody. At number four, Avengers issue 267, originally published in 1986. Now, pre Ant Man, there was already speculation that the Council of Kings would be an essential factor in the future of the MCU leading into the future Avenger film, Avengers Kang Dynasty. Even Disney Plus's Loki alluded to the council. Yet, as the end credits rolled on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, we were given an official first look at three Kang variants and the entire Council of Kangs. Jonathan Majors was exceptional, embodying all of the various variants Fans immediately visited the aftermarket to secure this first appearance of the council before it could climb any higher. It sold 53 copies, had a seven-day trend of 145%, and had a high sale of $280 for a CGC 9.8, and currently carries a raw, very fine fair market value of $32. That's it? That's it, man? That's, that's it, it, man. It's pretty cheap, no. man. No, that's so, very fine, though. You near mint's probably higher. I'm just saying, yeah. you just gotta pay attention to the grade. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely got room to grow. Um, you know, I think so that, too. yeah. Um, for those who did who saw the movie and there was two end credit oh. scenes. So. Got it, Laura. Okay. <laughs> All right, number four, number number four on the list of vendors, number two sixty-seven coming in, uh, nine point eight for two hundred and eighty bonards. All right, what do we have for number three? And Tivo, you're doing great. You can't even tell that you've had Nyquil. You sound fantastic. I, I am a master of my arts. <laughs> number three, hell to pay number one from Image <laughs> in two thousand or twenty twenty-two. Sorry. Per deadline, Seth MacFarlane is set to adapt The Shrouded College for Peacock. It's a collection of seven connected stories, the first of which is in this book. While Seth MacFarlane has yet to venture into the comic book genre, it's undeniable that the man has talent. 
Fans appear optimistic that he will faithfully adapt the horror adventure themed series, propelling this book into the aftermarket. We tracked 51 copies sold at a seven day trend of 187% with a high sale of $65 for a CGC 9.8 copy and a raw near mint fair market value of 10 bucks. $65 for a 9.8 is not too shabby if you enjoyed the series. Somebody says it looks like Mama Lucy on the cover. <laughs> I'm going to tell her you said that, Brooklyn. I'm going to let her know. Um, <laughs> did you say so? Seth MacFarlane and Seth Rogen? Did I hear that right? No, Rogen, just Seth MacFarlane. All right. Yeah. That's the name. Rogen. In. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato. All right. Number three on the list is Hell to Pay. Uh, number one. All right, uh, Laura had to bounce out because uh, the Nearing Nirvana show is coming up uh, next. So uh, me and JB are going to uh, run this, and then uh, we're going to take giveaway. you home all the way through the giveaway. We're going to take it, and home. then we're going to forward you along to Nirvana. So uh, make sure you check out the ladies of uh, the long box. All right, JB, what do we have for number two? All right, I'm going to take it home. I got the next two, and at number two, you knew this was going to be on here. Superman, Batman, issue number eight originally published in 2004 now this book remains hot as fans continue to pick up the post-crisis reintroduction of Kara Zor-El aka Supergirl as mentioned the Flash trailer blew the minds of many outside of Flash and Michael Keaton's Batman fans have been taken with Kara she replaces Clark in this version of Flashpoint and was a major surprise for fans Many expected it to be Laura Lane Kent from Injustice, Gods Among Us, Year 3, Issue Number 7, with a striking likeness to the on-screen version. That is until she name-dropped herself in the trailer. Keep in mind that this Kara is not a perfect match to her blonde comic self. This film version is most likely an amalgam of various comic book supergirls. Yet, if the trailer was any indication... She will definitely be a badass. Hype is steadily growing and maintaining as many hope Gunn has a broader plan for Kara. We tracked 60 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 209% with a high sale of $200 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw, very fine fair market value of 24 bucks. Yep, Paternity Champion and the great, late, great uh, Michael Turner. Just, oh, so dope how he draws covers and internal art as well. And what do you think uh, of that character in that trailer? She was dope, man. Yeah, she was fucking shit up. Um, she was. I'm, I'm assuming she was held captive or something because she wasn't yeah, well, like she was wearing was a hospital gown. It would be Clark that would have been helped, you know, held underground. If you remember the original storyline, you know, the government kept him underground so he couldn't get the sun. He was scrawny and he, and he, you know, it's probably just swapped her for him. So as soon as they break her out and she starts to absorb that, that, uh, sun. Oh yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. It's good to see DC, you know, finally, you know, going into multiverses and things of that nature, because, you know, oddly enough, I mean, the DC films have pretty much been earth-based. Um, you know, there's, you know, there's been a couple of shots where they see, you know, other places, um, you know, well, Green Lantern, but uh, even Green Lantern ended up on Earth. So, um, you know, 
it's good to see them go out, you know, and do multiverses, maybe some cosmic stuff, you know, the Green Lantern show, uh, Lobo, you know, we need to see that, man. Uh, uh, you know, space and sorcery is what we need to see more in the uh, DCEU, man. And, you know, contrary to what you guys think that I'm a Marvel Mark, you know, I, you know what? I, I watch DC films, you know, and I, I enjoy them <laughs> for the most part. Uh, I mean, even Shazam, or excuse me, <clears throat> uh, Black Adam had its moments, but you know, it, it's, it's, what are you going to do? You know, it's like, it's like bad pizza. You're still going to eat it. Right. You know? So, um, uh, here's hoping that James Gunn, you know, knocks it out of the park and, you know, and, uh, and finally makes a cohesive, uh, DC, extended universe or what are they calling it now just dcu i think i have no idea yeah but you know what i forgot to do i forgot to drop the link most people will know it but uh, i'm gonna drop the link to last tuesday's top 10 and make sure you comment on that to be included in the giveaway at the end of today's show and then we're gonna do that we're gonna do it again for next week's show but i'm gonna drop that right now comment on this show and check the you know i know we got a fantastic live chat tonight thanks for everybody who's joining us make sure you take a moment to hit the thumbs up we got 137 strong in the live chat i just dropped the link take a moment to make sure you comment what your favorite cover was of last week's show in there and then we'll do it again and we're coming up what's number one tivo give me the hold on i want to just oh, um uh, support our friends at Ages Comics of Alaska. Um, we're they're selling T-shirts to help to keep the sh show afloat, or excuse me, the the shop afloat. So um, here it is. Uh, I think there's another link I meant uh, that you can buy it. So basically, it's a shirt. All the proceeds will go to Ages Comics of Alaska, and it has all the YouTube channels that support them. Myself. Um, comic-con podcast uh festival defects uh some other folks so you know help our friends over in the bait uh, great north so you can uh you know keep them afloat man we need comic shops together man all right so number two on the list superman batman number eight all right what do we have for number one well someone already knew it in the chat man they were they're all over this shout out to the chat again 140 strong in the chat Take a moment, hit the thumbs up. Make sure you get over there and drop a comment so we can give something away to you. We got a cool giveaway in today's show. And at number one, spoiler alert, one last time, one last spoiler alert. And this one's deep, man. You got to know your stuff on this one. Avengers Annual, issue number 21, the direct edition, originally published in 1992. And why, you ask? Well... Ant-Man got not one, but two post-credit scenes. And the second introduced another Kang variant in a Mr. Victor Timely, who first appeared in this book. And you know what? He's a big deal. Going back in time to 1901 to take over the world in complete secrecy, which, as many know, Kang is anything but subtle. He's also an ode to the time before Marvel was. Well, Marvel and was referred to as Timely Comics. But not only is it his first appearance, but it also sets up Loki Season 2 yes. as he and Mobius were in the crowd that watched old Victor's presentation. Once again, 
Jonathan Majors gave a distinct style to every variant of Kang, opening the door for the next big baddie ease of the MCU. Some might argue it's what the MCU needs. If what we got in Loki season one and Ant-Man is any indication, Majors is up to the task of bringing Kang and all his glory to life. We track 30 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 517% with a high sale of 35 bucks for a raw copy and a new, very fine fair market value of 22 bucks. I don't remember the last time we had this many Avengers comics on a show. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have had the yeah. over. Under yeah. Let me, uh, let me look and see here. Yeah. You know, which one was going to hit one, two. All right. Let me see if we got any more three. comments. I'm going to roll over to that random comment picker and see if we got any more of those comments over here. Drop that in there. Do the math that they want. And we had 56 comments early. And now it says nothing there. What happened? Hmm. Edgard is wrong. Okay, while well, you guys are waiting. I added the math wrong. Good Lord. <laughs> 67 comments. We're at 67 comments. You know, we did pick up 10, but I'm going to give you guys another couple minutes not even a minute. We'll give you 30 more seconds to go in there and get your comment in. As I can explain to you for Thursday, we're giving away another book on Thursday. Another, I think we're going to give away another um, bird city exclusive for Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And to enter, you will comment on this video, what your favorite cover was. And if you're like, dude, I didn't like any of those covers, comment anything below and we'll get you entered into the drawing on Thursday. We've got 67 comments. I'm giving you an extra 30 seconds as I flap my gums here. And uh, tell you, you know what? We're going to give them a little bit more because we're going to support our friends at Aegis. Roll it. Hey, guys. It's Lou here, your out-of-shape comic book collector. And I'm welcoming you to another episode of What to Put in Your Box. Oh, man, you're not going to believe this, dude. Your book came back a 9-8. It's Comic Lou here, and this is another episode of our Top 10, where the comics we talk about, ironically, are on my eBay store. And I'm here, joined by the comic sensei from Alaska himself, Kevin. What's up, guys? We got our Top 10 books. This is on our Top 10 here. It's uh, Peach Momoko. Peach Momoko! Take a look. I love Peach Momoko. T-Ho from Lords of the Short Box. Screw that guy, British style. Yo, DJ Curse Words, kick it. Man, what the fuck is that? All right, craziness, but I'm also... Now... This is for the exclusive 
because we should have these set aside first. This is for the exclusive that was we were going to give away last Thursday, but we canceled the show on Thursday. I had some internet issues. Didn't actually work out for everybody. So last week's exclusive we're going to give away right now. This week's exclusive we will give away on Thursday show. And to mm. enter to get this week's exclusive that we will give away on Thursday show, you will have to comment on this video when it is over. Let me share the screen here. Pop us off to the side, TiVo. How do we do that? We're going to, I think it's this one over here. Oh, that'll yeah. work. We're down here. All right, cool. So let me go over here and see if we got any more comments. Because before we had 57, 67, solve the math. You guys give me the tough math. 16 over here. We had 71. And now we have, how many comments do we have now? God, I'm thinking forever now. 72. We got, we got 72 right. comments. We'll, we'll go with it. it. And here we go, folks. Uh, good luck to everybody who entered. Uh, shout out to all of you in the live chat. We love your uh, participation in the show. Make sure you do hit that thumbs up. And we are pulling the winner for last week's show. Shane Clearwater with the comment, love Michael Shane Turner's Clearwater artwork. Revival. Love Michael Turner. Love Michael Turner's artwork. So Superman Batman number one is an easy pick. Congratulations to you, Shane. Please reach out to Bird City directly, or are they going to reach out to us? Either way, you can reach out to either of us or Bird City. Yeah, directly. hit up Bird City Comics. Yeah, hit up Bird City Comics on Instagram. Hit up yeah. Laura on Instagram, uh, or if you don't have Instagram, hit us up, um, and we will take care of you. Shout out to you, Shane at Clearwater comics we will remove that now and that's i think that's it that's today's show right tv you got anything else you want to add before we before we oh you know what i know what i want to say before before i give because i'm always flapping the gum one last time pander into the crowd over here seriously i watch the rewind sometimes and i turn the chat on you guys have a bunch of knowledge that i'm missing during the show because i'm you know i'm doing the reads and stuff you guys are fantastic thank you without you there is no show period um, we really appreciate you. And as always, don't forget, we had a good time. Yeah. And we're at 7,800 subs. Get us to 8,000. And we're going to give away some crazy stuff. Crazy based every world. So sub up if you, you know, if you've been lurking, sub up, like, smash, all that good stuff. You know, it's it's been a while, man, that the, we've been kind of stuck at, you know, 7,700, 7,000, but we're at 7,802 or something. We're growing. We're going to grow. Growing and growing. All right. <clears throat> for JB, Laura, this is TiVo. Uh, so we will see you Thursday for the Shaker Show. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in the long boxes. Peace out.